Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. He was in the commentary box last night for that brilliant game at the MCG with 90,000 people in attendance. It's been labelled as the greatest cricket game uh, ever seen at the MCG. Barrett joins us now. G'day, Barrett. How are you, mate? Uh, I'm all right, guys. Uh, I have a funny story for you. So I've just landed in Perth, and the Pakistan team was uh, on my on my flight from Melbourne. Uh, so the issue is all their kit and luggage came through. As you know, that's how it works when a cricket team's on a flight. But for a lot of others, including me, my, our luggage has been left behind in Melbourne. So all I have to say is Pakistan have lost a few fans for themselves in Perth. A lot of people <laughs> are very angry right now at the airport. Uh, hey, uh, how did you, uh, how did you find the MCG last night and the atmosphere, Barrett? Was it um, was it as passionate as what we saw on the screens? Um, you know, there were so many times uh, last night where I had to keep pinch myself and remind me that I'm in Melbourne. You know, and uh, even on air that I should continue speaking in English. <laughs> well, because honestly, there were times I felt like I had been transported back at different points. At times, it felt like Mumbai when India were doing well, that early wickets fell. Then I was transported to Lahore when Pakistan started hitting those sixes. Then back to Bangalore when India like you know took those wickets uh, towards the end. Uh, but yeah, but as as that game you know came to that dramatic finish, I think we were all transported back to the MCG. It just smelled, felt, and sounded very different. Uh, but you know the greatest spectacle I think the MCG has ever seen. And one of the greatest cricket matches ever played in the history of the game. Well, wow. that's amazing. It was so great to watch. It was spine tingling at moments. And I only read this today, Barrett, that the two nations have been stopped from playing each other at home and they only face off in World Cups or Asia Cups, such as the rivalry both on and off the field. Where do you think this ranks in, in world sport, the rivalry between Pakistan and India? Uh, it, it's very different. Like you said, they can't play each other in bilaterals because of political tensions and. Uh, you know, lots of other factors have been, um, you know, cross-border issues over Kashmir for years, ever since India and Pakistan got their independence 70 years ago. Uh, and in recent times, you know, the governments that are in power in both countries as well haven't always been in favor of the two teams facing each other. Uh, and that's why they only face each other in these ICC events. It's been uh, a long, long time. 2012 was the last time they faced against each other uh, in some T20s, I remember, in India. Um, so, which kind of adds to the allure of India-Pakistan cricket. Uh, and it's so different because it, it goes so much beyond sport. Uh, because for a lot of Indians, and I, and I talk about this all the time, for a lot of Indians and Pakistanis, the only time they see people from the other country is when cricket's on. If, you know, there are players, talking about players or fans or whatever. And like we saw yesterday... The only time they come together, the only time the Indian flag and the Pakistan flag will ever be seen next to each other is on at a cricket ground. 
so you know it goes so much beyond just sport and who's winning and who's losing uh, because every time an india pakistan match happens i think everyone wins but at the same time winning and losing matters more more to these two countries than anywhere else i mean yes the ashes is massive but if you are from pakistan and you lose to india uh, you know if, if you don't want to be opening the newspapers or going anywhere near social media if you're a pakistan player today and that's just how intense it is Barrett, oh, just watching it last night, it just everyone looked like they were just having an unbelievable time on the TV. Let's talk about the man, Virat Kohli. That that performance last night was outstanding. Does a performance like that make him greater than, say, Sachin Tendulkar, or, or is he already greater? Uh, no, I mean, look, I think it, it would be an unfair comparison, right? I mean, in any sport, as you guys know, comparing era, there's always fraught with danger. Uh, but what I will say, I mean, there's been so much talk in the last 10 years that this is the Virat Kohli era, not just for Indian cricket, but for world cricket. Uh, and there have been doubters, especially in the last 12 months, especially in India more than anywhere else. But I think yesterday or last night, he just proved to everyone why this is the Virat Kohli era. I mean, it was just genius. You know, they call him King Kohli in Australia. Uh, and, and he showed you why. Uh, it was a return of the king. And uh, it, it was just miraculous batting. You know, the first 10 overs, how he started. And you know, he's known as the master of the run chase. Uh, so he just somehow kept India in the game. And those two sixes of Haris Rao. I, I think uh, <laughs> I watched a lot of cricket in my life. I've covered a lot of cricket. But I think those two sixes I'll carry to my grave. They're just uh, so special. Like, And you put everything into context. Not just because they were special shots. The crowd, the atmosphere, the setting, the scene and where India was. And the fact that he had to hit those two sixes. And you saw how Hardik Pandya celebrated it. He was screaming at the other end. And India still needed quite a few runs to win. But that's what it meant to Hardik. That's what it meant to Virat. And that's what it meant to India. A big play also, Barrett, was also when Kohli hit one of those sixes off his legs. And he also called for the no ball as well. So he got the seven the seven runs from that one shot. Just a, the presence of mind to be able to call that. And so much going on around him as well. And we got some text here, Barrett. Uh, Toronto Rodders said the free hit rule. Uh, Coley got bowled and did he got clean bowled then three, then yeah. three buys that's a strange rule now to the listeners that rule has has been in effect for a while now hasn't it it has I mean it's a little loophole that uh, always I mean there's always a loophole in any laws or any rules uh, that you put in place right and I think that the, the, the issue is a lot of the laws of the game uh, were put into place uh, before the free hit and all of that came along. Uh, so I don't think people considered the whole... I and mean, it's not that the first time a batter was bowled uh, off a free hit. But rarely do you get bowled and the ball goes all the way to a third man. It went so far. And, and you saw it caught everyone napping. The bowler was celebrating. The short third man just stood there and watched the ball go past him. So I think, again, presence of mind for Dinesh Karthik and Virat Kohli to um, you know, make sure that they were on top of the game, knew what the law was, what the rules were, and just like you know, ran across for three. Uh, and, and yeah, I guess you know because of the magnitude of what happened last night as well, maybe that uh, that that rule or that that law might uh, be relooked. Uh, but 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 just in that moment, I think again, great game sense from both of those to make the most of it. Barrett, uh, what did you make of the Kiwis versus the Aussies? It- First of all, the, that that performance with the bat by the Kiwis, who, where, where did that come from? 
But also, we're talking about it earlier, the batting performance from the Australians. That was just, that was terrible. Uh, yeah, not the kind of start Australia wanted to make to their World Cup defence at home. Hey, but you know what? The Kiwis have done this before. 2016, I remember the T20 World Cup in India. Nagpur, nobody gave them a chance. Opening game, same spinners, Mitchell Santnarish, so they ran through India. Really embarrassed India uh, uh, in those conditions. And again, here uh, coming uh, to the SCG, everybody thought Australia were favourites. They played so many games going into it. They were warmed up, they were ready, and they had a playing 11 they were very comfortable with and then what happens New Zealand just throw that first punch and a punch which is you know which lands right on the spot right it's one of those uh, moments like we've seen it in boxing where nobody gives the other boxer a chance and he just lands one punch and knocks out the the, the more fancied one and that's exactly what happened Australia really struggled to get back up they sort of clawed their way back with the ball uh, but the batting was just shoddy. I thought uh, some of the shots that were played to get out, uh, they would be very disappointed with. And, and that's what New Zealand do. You cannot make mistakes against a team like New Zealand. They'll just eat you up. Especially those guys, Tim Saudi, Trent Bolt, and the spinners. They've been around for a long, long time. And yeah, I think Australia uh, have been hum- were humbled at the SCG. And what that means is uh, they basically, their chances have slimmed down drastically. And now they just can't bank on winning these games. But at least at some point, even if they just beat Sri Lanka and England, those two other games, Afghanistan and Ireland, they'll have to win by a huge margin to hope that, you know, can go through. Steve Smith, many believe, Barrett, that he should stick to the ODIs and the, and the test match format. Is he a player that you think could come into Australia's side and, and just stabilise the batting lineup if, if they are falling early? I think if ever you needed, uh, you know, uh, proof that you need Steve Smith in this side, uh, it was that performance. I mean, there have been a few, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, the last uh, few weeks, but that one in particular where, uh, you know, you lost Finch and Warner early and then you were left with a lot of batters who kind of play very similarly. Andrew McDonald did say they are power hitters, but they can be proper batters as well. But who from Mitch Marsh, Glenn Maxwell, Marcus Stoinis, Tim David, and Matthew Wade, are you backing to, you know, back through the game, mm. like Virat Kohli did yesterday, or like Devin Conley did that day. And that's why you need a Steve Smith. I know it's difficult to fit him in because you want some all-rounders. You can't leave Tim David out either. But you just have to find a way to find someone like Steve Smith in. Because I think pe- people often, like, you know, dismiss Steve Smith, the T20 batter, as someone who's too slow. But I think he has a lot of skills and he's done it all around the world. You know, you give him the right condition. And these are prime conditions for him. He can manipulate the field. He can use the big boundaries, the big gaps, like Kohli did last night. And maybe it's the Virat Kohli innings that will, funnily enough, bring Steve Smith back into the side. Because I think Australia can do with him. Well, you're over in uh, Perth, as you say. You've just landed there with zero luggage. Maybe the <laughs> Pakistan players can lend you uh, some kits or something like that, uh, Barrett. And... Um, Tomorrow night, Australia take on Sri Lanka. You can listen to that match right across SEN and also via the SEN app. You'll have uh, full coverage of that. And, of course, the big game Friday night, Australia versus England. Barrett Sundarazen, thanks, mate, for your time. We really do appreciate it on Sports Day. 
No worries at all. I'll just head to the shops and buy me some clothes. <laughs> See you, mate. There goes Barrett Sundaray. He'll bill it back. It'll be all right. Yeah. Send, send, no. send the bill to Hutchie. You'll be, you'll be fine. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.